1: Yes, yes, Aya. We are in this bitch. Once again, it is a vibe. People, listen. listen. People dared question Toronto R&B today on my timeline. I was flabbergasted. <laughs> a nigga said that there is su- There's a lot of subpar R&B. So I was nah, like, nah. like alright, named him. Then he's like, so you don't think there's a lot of subpar R&B? I was like, I just asked you to name them. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh wait, I should add that the first, the first quote tweet said, I'm ready to argue this. Oh God. He said, I'm ready to argue this. So I was like, okay, so show me then. Man, brought up something else. I was like, no, I asked you to show me the names. And then he said, nah, I'm way too biased. What? <laughs> make it make sense. What How if they even be, be? biased, but say they're subpar artists. That's insane. If anybody, any of y'all that listen to Toronto rap and have the audacity to diss Toronto r and suck your granny. Not when you have songs like this nah. existing in the world. Like, come on, man. You can't... Like, what a are, what are man's on. I just don't understand it. This song exists. This song exists i ain't even listen i'm not even gonna wait too long like this song exists jesse reyes in black exists what are we talking about here man come on man let's hold on oh catching the holy ghost (laughs) (laughs) oh my god how dare you how dare oh no Next week I'm getting that uh sound, ba- sound bite You need
0: to leave!
1: <laughs> <laughs> you need to leave. <laughs> oh man, welcome back. Another classic. And we're joined by another podcaster. True North Zone Dylan. Let's go. What's Papa G?
0: Let's go. No
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, man. How's it been?
1: How's everything been, bro?
2: Um, it's been good, man. Honestly, I can't complain. Life's been beautiful.
1: That's what's up, man. You don't hear that often. You don't hear that often. You might, must be a light skin privilege. <laughs> 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 you know like on me.
2: Shit, my skin glowing and shit.
1: This guy got the cocoa butter on lock today. I hate how just impeccable Matt's camera is. I Yo, absolutely I seen- hate how impeccable his camera looks right now. You sicken me, sir.
2: Sorry, how you doing, brother? Yeah. I'm good. I'm good, my. I'm good, my brother. I'm good. I'm good. Doing we got, a, we got a
1: special surprise today. I mean, I'm gonna put it on the cover, so y'all already know who's in this bitch. We got Leia joining us later today on the show. She heard our hey! episode. She heard our episode last week. And, Interview um, secured. She, Let's go. The, the label hit me up and asked uh, if we could get her on. We we pretty much asked in the show, so it was definitely <laughs> us asking, but. You know, we're, at, we're very excited um, You guys know we love R&B here on this show um, And she is a new Well, not even a new artist She's been around for a while But in terms of dropping an album This will be her first album this April 8th um, Wow um, Hello And y'all, y'all heard the tunes last week I don't need to re- reiterate how sick she is So we're going to be talking to her um, later on But something I'm, I'm done talking about Oh like I'm so yeah, let's let yeah, I'm let's so stop tired talking, of talking it. about Paula Patton's fried chicken. That shit was ridiculous. Oh,
2: God. Yeah, that was that terrible. Was yeah, the worst it was really bad. This
1: of like I've never had weird. a crush. I was very embarrassed. I've never had a celebrity crush like yes wound me that much
2: yes i was <laughs> embarrassed yeah uh, disappointment
1: so just pure disappointment
2: um <laughs> yeah
1: she's too fine to be doing all this like she's just too fine to be doing all yes.
2: this. yes yeah there's just yeah there's too much there's too much yeah, over there I know, and you know what it is like in the video she's like my mom showed me how to make this chicken
1: listen listen <laughs>
2: <laughs> and just... when she said that i like you.
1: Yeah, but it was was, was not going well at all. Um, And I I watched the video. So for those of you guys who haven't seen the video, she starts off somewhat cleaning the chicken. She's like running it underwater briefly. Um, And then she proceeds to throw them in flour that is unseasoned. Um, Uh And then she throws the chicken into hot, (laughs) popping grease. And then proceeds... To season the chicken while it's in hot, popping grease. Surely disintegrating she's- all spice upon arrival. <laughs> she's eating flour chicken.
2: <laughs> That's insane. She's seasoned the oil. That That's was, what she's seasoned.
1: Yeah, that was the most Caucasian thing she's ever done. Listen. Uh, oh, mixed people with white moms are the weakest link. I just like to say that out of the biracial um, uh, algorithm, if you will. Listen. If your mom's white and you're biracial and you're, you're half black, you got, the short <laughs> end, you got the short end of the <laughs> stick, brother. <laughs> you got the short end of the stick. Oh man, that is. But she handled it with grace, man. Like, did you guys? Um, did you guys see? End up seeing the video she made uh, today, actually.
2: But the response, no.
1: With the response, man. Just, I, I, I think a lot of celebrities need to take. A lesson from this Listen to Listen to this response Whoa Let me turn off the music Listen to this response
3: Hi everyone How you guys doing out there So I'm in Mexico With my son And um She just looks so and we're happy. out here Anyways And um I woke up And then people were like You see On Instagram And, and TikTok And Twitter They're talking about The way you fried chicken I was like Oh no What Um but that's okay. I just wanted to respond and say, listen, I get it. It might look crazy. It is the way we do it. My mom taught me. It is my mom's recipe. I do believe in washing the chicken. And maybe the way the video was edited, it looks like I don't wash it long enough, but I definitely do because I feed it to my son. And I fit it to his whole school. That batch I made, I made it for his school. Jesus Christ. Um, but anyway, because oh, like everybody's got their own way
1: of making things. And <laughs> I'll take suggestions. I make a new kind of fried chicken. I mean, this is what I'll say. <laughs> she handled the she handled the whole class
2: got salmonella the whole his whole entire grade six class got salmonella that's crazy yeah because that show was pink though
1: yeah that that class is definitely getting food poisoning uh that teacher that teacher was so grateful paula came in with the chick she was like yes i'm going to jamaica (laughs) yo but honestly so graceful and so positive and like not like being mad and coming on the internet yeah. like she did what will should have done <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Take, yeah. That, hey.
1: take that hey, in stride my nigga like th- we're talking about the whole internet coming at you for your cooking like for me i don't know about y'all i would be very very um shocked angry sad like a mix of all those three because I've been doing this wrong for so long. It's like the first time yeah. I learned how to smoke weed properly. I was so angry at myself. It was two years <laughs> <laughs> was two years into it, I man, finally learned how to I'm get it.
2: And then finally.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: Crazy, man. Um, she, she, uh, I mean, pa- Robin thinks an idiot. Let's start there. <laughs> oh,
2: man. She's on plur, the plur. Hey, Robin, man. Yeah. That's my guy, yo.
1: He's a, hey, listen, great singer. Love what you've yes. done, uh, but you dropped the fucking ball, my nigga. Like, goddamn. She, and she. Uh, I was telling my girl about this. I was like, she reminds me of Sierra, just a natural,
2: real yes. beauty like. vibe, energy. Energy's right.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah. Like you can't, exactly. you can't phase me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. she's like, I'm here in Mexico, ah! like screaming, she's <laughs> smiling the whole time, and just like, there's a lot of celebrities that if you Kill him with kindness is so much better than you trying to stake your point. I I, yeah. you know, I seen Cardi B do that this week, um, and and completely dismantle her Twitter. She suspended it, said "fuck y'all," I hate all of you. You guys are idiots. Blah <laughs> blah blah. Because people are just getting yeah. at, just getting at her in her mentions about not saying she wasn't going to the Grammys. Have you lo- Have you guys lost the plot? Y'all got mad at someone for not attending the Grammys like, you, like she announced she was attending the Grammys? You know how weird that is?
2: It's the internet. People are fucking weird, man. It's the stan
1: culture, bro. The stan culture. Like Every time I think that something is, has put a, like, a, a little halt in it, it just gets reignited by some bullshit. And it's always the top-tier artists. I feel like all top-tier artists should not have social media. What do you need it for? You don't need it. You are a top tier artist. You don't need the promo, you don't need the true. marketing, and you. Cardi B definitely doesn't need to prove to us that she's a human being anymore. We've that ship has sailed. You know what yeah. I mean? Like this humanizing uh, the celebrities via social media only ends up backfiring.
2: Yeah, that's true. It
1: never goes the right way. <laughs>
2: No, that's true. That's true. But I feel like it's because like they're like us, right? So I've been on Twitter since like 2010. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm addicted to Twitter. I can I can admit that. Mm. So I feel like because they've been on it for so long, it's kind of hard for them to get away from it. It's not part of their life now. True. You know what I mean?
1: True. True. That's very. That's. <laughs> I mean, it's for some of them though. They strictly only have it to do. Business stuff, right? Like it's right. not like a lot of them are posting just chill Like aside from Doja Cat and Ari Lennox, I don't see celebrities just chilling on their live in their house clothes, just yeah. you know, on a vibe for a couple hours with the fans. Like it's it's more so here's this project, here's this outfit, here was this celeb that I saw at a show. Like yeah, it's it's very transactional, and yes, I don't think you can sustain. Uh, likeability on social media if everything's just transactions
2: 100% it feels forced like people like Wale should not be on, on, on any social media because it clearly affects him People like that should not be on social media get rid of it somebody on this team should be like yo give me your phone I'll handle it for you
1: I think the problem with Wale is it affects him in real life too so he doesn't really care yeah. <laughs> Either way he's gonna get his shit off yeah. he went to the complex studio uh, uh, building and te- tore them a new one he's done the same thing I'm pretty sure at WWE like sure. there's he's regardless he's gonna he's gonna feel away that's he just feels a lot you know what I mean'm I'm, I'm not gonna wrong him for that a lot of these celebrities Pretend like they're absolutely fine until they go to the Oscars and slap Chris Rock in the face. <laughs> <laughs> what can we? What can we do? Right. It's, no, a, facts. it's a very, very facts. odd. Um, I personally, I don't know why people even follow celebrities on social media. Can we talk about that? I've mm-hmm. followed every celebrity because I realized I'm like, what am I? What am I doing? What am I keeping up with? Yeah. I don't know these people
2: exactly especially yeah. on instagram i unfollowed every single celebrity because like what's the point
1: yeah like i don't get it every, i don't need the constant updates girl, on your life every girl that has um uh sold fit tea, um a corset <laughs> uh one of those fucking swimwear, <laughs> uh, uh, all same, that shit yeah i've unfollowed all of those like it, what's the point what's the point I don't understand what some of you do you think do some of you mad think they're just gonna look through their followers and be like, oh this nigga cute? going <laughs> <Like, laughs> give him some pussy for following. Like what's the what is the end goal?
2: <laughs> like what once, once I realize that the the celebrities don't respond back to me, like back in the days, like when I was younger, when Instagram and social media first started popping up, I do have a couple celebrities. But once I realized, like, okay, this they don't they don't even know who I am, I'm like, I right, I'm over it.
1: That's when they that's it's before they it. separated the DMs. That was when it was like you get all of them in one. This is where it is. So it's like niggas ain't had no choice. I'm pretty sure because of celebrities, that's why they put that vetting process where you get the other, yeah. other messages. Um and yeah, man, it's just Yeah, I don't know. It I, I don't see a point of doing it because to me it contributes to a lot of the depression and anxiety that people have um yeah you're constantly seeing people live a better life than you and that's everywhere like i, I don't even want to say it's just celebrities like literally anyone on social media depending on your own perspective can be looking like they're doing amazing because who, po- yeah. who posts uh, the only people first of all people post the greatest hits and i'm not mad at that i'm I get mm-hmm. more mad when people try to do the the victim clout. Where it's like, let me show you all my scars. Let me show you all my nails. Yeah. Suck my dick. I don't care. Come on, talk to a friend, a therapist, <laughs> somebody else. We don't care. <laughs> every time I every time I see, see it,
2: I think of you Stephen know, A's video. Mean, as the fucking therapy.
1: Yeah. That's the other thing too. Is like I see people literally like tweet things and i'm i'm just like what was the purpose what was the end goal of this tweet yeah the only thing i can imagine is people feeling sorry for you and hyping you up and i've seen that plenty of yes. times man it's just it's nasty it's a very yeah. filthy filthy angle to rise your following on the internet it's gross it's, it's really gross nasty. it's nasty
2: no. go, get, go get a fucking journal go write in your diary Put cute by your bedside table, writing a journal. Yeah, it's bad. the same shit. Yeah, because nobody, <laughs> nobody's responding to your shit, anyways. You got fifty followers, and you're tweeting about your life. Nobody, we don't, they don't care. They don't. We don't care.
1: They don't, and it's like you have um, you have people that will do that and expect a certain response. And to me, like I feel like the only people that can really get on the internet and complain on a daily it's probably black women, (laughs) like they're going through so much i can't even be like shut up you know what i mean they they're constantly going through some form of disrespect the oscars another example so it's like you can't even really get mad at, at certain groups for constantly complaining on the internet. Because in a way, a lot of the things we've learned and a lot of the correction made in society, um, be it misogyny, be it sexism, homophobia, a lot of those things were cured by people complaining. People complain and you're like, oh, that's a thing. That's, you guys don't like that. Okay, I'll stop. I always bring up the example. that's That's the start of cancel culture. Yeah, I always bring up the example of like, I remember I seen a meme. And people, I don't think people give memes. Like, there's going to be a study one day that says memes are as bad as cigarettes. I guarantee it. Mm. <laughs> I guarantee it. Wow. Nah, I guarantee stop, it stop, stop. Go on that, go on that. TikTok and memes are going to, there's going to be a case study in the future. Just like how we don't know, the, we didn't know cigarettes, niggas are smoking on a plane, everybody just in a, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, we didn't bah, know. Doctors are smoking, nurses are smoking. Trust me, memes Kind of like... And I know this is far-fetched. Kind of like porn dictate a lot of culture via the internet. Porn will have you think that stepmoms and stepsons are fucking and insane.
2: (laughs) That's a a sick correlation.
1: (laughs) But the thing is, people internalize these things. When you have a a series called Blacked and all of these guys are are large, looming, tatted-up guys... With a small yeah. quote-unquote innocent black girl, every time I see that shit, it looks like King Kong. I don't, I, I don't know how it looks like King Kong climbing the Empire State Building, and I get racist undertones from that already. So, Damn. <laughs> but <laughs> I remember I saw a meme back in the day that said a girl's like, "I'm gonna go shower," and the guy was like, "Without me." And I'm, oh god, I'm so, so happy that shit's over with, bro. I sat back in my chair, flabbergasted. I'm like hold on they don't like that that's not like a just a cool joke and i started realizing how many men say the same things to women and think that we're all original we think we're all fucking shakespeare and meanwhile they're hearing this 20 times a day
2: Mhm, and, and even even to add to that, it's the unsolicited dick pics as well. Like right. guys, guys like you and like myself, I can speak for myself as well. I stopped that shit. Once I realized that like, cool, cool, cool. this shit is not right to yeah. do, I never sent a dick pic in my life. I'm not, talk- I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like the all oh, without what? me shit. <laughs>
1: I was like, hold on, nigga, you lost me. Hold on, whoa, whoa.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, because I see, I see your face, like, yo, this guy's a wild boy. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: me and you. I was like, hold on, don't, don't, don't clue me in this now. <laughs> I, I
2: don't send the dick pics unless they're warranted, unless they're wanted. But it's the other guys. It's the fucking the weirdos yeah. that fucking that want to do that shit. Like, why What's the point of that?
1: I don't understand what it's just it goes right back to the following of baddie on instagram what do you expect is gonna what's the end goal here you think she's gonna look exactly. at your penis and overlook your <laughs> personality like,
2: hey my god, yes please give it to me no that's not, that's not, that's not what's gonna happen bro
1: <laughs> <laughs> and if you're sending your shrivel up uh ashy penis how many other, how many other non jurgen penises are in that dm like come on man come you know on said? It's crazy out here, bro. It's crazy out here. But
2: it's a nasty world. It's a nasty world, yo.
1: Nasty, nasty world, man. Um, speaking of a nasty world, April Fools just needs to end. Like, can we just fucking uh, how do we get rid of this? April Fool's has never slapped. I want to go on record with saying that. I can't remember a single April Fool's. I can't remember a single April Fool's. I'll just leave it there. This is a day that you're supposed to get pranked or you're going to see a dope prank. I can't remember a single April 1st that made me go, oh, I'm going to remember this forever. (laughs) (laughs) You guys just sound like idiots, man. Like this constant. And then it's April Fools is not what it was when you have the internet. April Fools is every (laughs) fucking day on the internet. (laughs) Do you like, why do you guys think this is like, is this a Christmas day No, 100%.
2: but to be honest, like I didn't really see that many April Fools' like jokes or pranks this year. To be honest, why? I thought you bring it up. Do you
1: know why? Because every day is April Fool's, sir. Yeah. You saw it. You just didn't know it was April Fools. Yeah, I'm telling you. You <laughs> just saw another clickbaity headline. Just, just another day on the internet. Just, just another day. Just another day. You know? <laughs> just another day. These niggas said, "Oh." Toronto, uh, Ontario thinking about making it a four day work week and blah blah. Y'all niggas then tweeted that on a random Wednesday before. I don't care. Yeah, facts. I heard that last and- time. Hold on. BlogTO thinks I'm, I'm going to them for as a reliable source?
2: <laughs> what? Hey, shut up, BlogTO, man.
1: Sure. Um. Anyways, <laughs> Yo, honestly, BlogTO is white six buzz. That to me, that is, no. that is white yes. six buzz. That is uh, that's yes. all I see when I look at it. because the constant. There's this one girl, Lauren O'Neill, that constantly writes just the worst shit. Just the worst shit. And the joke is, I was her first article ever. Oh shit! Mm. Mm. She mm. she was on Much oh, Music shit, VJ search. Mean. She was Much Music VJ search. And she had to make an article on each of us. And she was mad cool, super chill, fresh green in the game. And now Shorty's writing salacious headlines just to get clicks, um, downplaying race issues. Like, it's just, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't.
2: Nah, man, we're not rolling.
1: It's a a hit or miss on BlogTO, and 60% of the time it's a miss. So
2: i'm just i'm just there for the food reviews to be honest i'm trying to find the new food spots in toronto
1: i want it this is the, that's the other thing i need to know who's doing the food review like i need to see you and how you live
2: <laughs>
1: I, I need to see how you live what your house they got is. they got
2: that one brown that one brown girl what's her name azalea something Oh, she might be oh, black yeah. i don't Azalea's know azalea
1: is dope that's a homie azalea yeah, is amazing fuck with her. azalea is it heart I, I can't remember what her, her um i don't know I if think it's even her star i think, star think star. so I fuck she's her. amazing um we work together it is, and yeah. yeah she's really dope um i think deepa did Deepa work for blog TTO as well
2: Deepa, the brown girl
1: yeah the brown girl that tastes food she does a lot of t- uh food reviews stuff <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: I'm not sure. I don't know if her name's Deepa, but I'm pretty sure there's a brown girl that does it, so it might be her.
1: Her name's definitely Deepa, because I remember back in the day when I was single, I was like, I want to go deeper with Deepa, yo. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. I was like, hey, yo. I remember I tweeted that to her. <laughs> yo, oh, <right. laughs> I was
2: bracing. Shout
1: out to Deepa. That was like when she first got on the scene like... 2014, 15, or something like that, and I was just like, "Hey, yo, yeah. there's a brown girl in the ring, cha I got amped. Yeah, shout um, out to the
2: brown girls, Hey,
1: yeah. Um, speaking of brown, Ethiopia. I wish mucho was here again.
2: Cause wait, Ethiopia? Ethiopia? Nah. You- Let's Did you not- see the videos that are on, on Twitter right now? Yeah, about how Ethiopia is in a whole different time right now. These guys like seven are, years are
1: in 2015 currently. The reason being, actually, you know what? I'll let her explain it. She, she I don't, know, I don't want to ruin it. This girl explained it perfectly, and I was, I was, in sh- I, I don't know how I've never heard of this. That was my thing. All um, right. Shit. Well,
3: what else? In my is mind? Interesting about Ethiopia. That was the only African country to not get colonized by white people. They don't follow the Gregorian calendar. Ethiopia. And I thought about this because my cousin had sent me a video that I'll link. But Ethiopia is behind like seven years. You know what I'm saying? They have their their own time zone. They have their own date. And I didn't know this until my um, Ethiopian family friend turned auntie told me that. And I was like, whoa, that's mad weird, but okay. But what's interesting is the fact that Ethiopia is in a completely different time, but what else is interesting about Ethiopia? That was the only African country to not get colonized by white people. They don't follow the Gregorian calendar. What's really fucking real, y'all?
1: I'll blow your mind even more right now. So, the oldest fossil, I looked this up, because last week we had a debate. Mucho is trying to tell me that the Cold War was... Easily, the one time in the world that we, in a snap of a finger, humanity could have gotten erased, and I'm like, eh, not true. We've been, this planet has been here for hundreds of millions of years.
2: I, I would say billions, to be honest. I don't know what, what it what is we
1: exactly. We can Google, Google that for me, Matt. How how yes, long sir. has the Earth been around? And uh, we all heard about Pangea and the world freezing over and drowning a billion times. Yeah.
2: billion years. Billion with a B.
1: Billion.
2: Capital B. 4.54.
1: Listen, okay, so. God damn. 4.54 billion years this planet has been here. To me, it's as arrogant and uh, the the audacity to believe that we are, first of all, alone in this universe is one. That's one. Yeah.
0: Yes, Yes.
1: And then to think that. There's, uh, there's absolutely no possible way that w- people were here before. I think that that is, it would be irresponsible of me to think that. So I looked it up. And there is a, uh, the oldest fossil that they have found. Um, they call her Lucy. She's from, yeah. she from Ethiopia. And that fossil is 3.2 million years old. Three point two million years old. So, there's that. Second of all, from what the the images that they've conjured up based on her her skull her um, skull and 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 bone structure, is that she looked more ape like than human, which. I mean, yeah, I mean that kind of proves Darwin, right? <laughs> you know what I mean—the Dar- Dar- Darwinian theory. Yeah, I, but I don't, I don't agree with Darwin, but yeah.
2: but agree report- with Darwin the fucking evolution and shit. I believe it I don't because <coughs> why don't you believe it? There's been there's, there's actual like skeletal remains of like different species of humans, so there are there are humans that look like that. Yeah, that look like Lucy but there are humans like us as humans as um homo sapiens There's skeletons of us that date back to that time as well so there's different species of humans that coexisted all at the same time yeah So it's just that us that we actually survived
1: interesting so you telling me that there yeah. was there was some rat niggas out here bro <laughs> <laughs> niggas was those that. rat niggas <laughs> That means the Ninja Turtles might have existed.
2: <laughs> ninja yeah. Turtles are running around everybody, bro. The ninja we turtles, all look together, then. Listen, the fucking...
1: biker mice from Mars, them niggas might be real.
0: Oh <laughs> Street
1: sharks, them niggas might be real. Max,
2: bro, I'm telling you. Mermaids, all that shit.
1: That's crazy. Ducktails. That, you know what's that? crazy about that? <laughs> is thinking of the EG- the Egyptian hieroglyphics and how many of them had bird heads and shit like that. Isn't that fucking weird? See what weird? I'm saying, bro. Isn't that fucking weird? What if they were birds with man bodies? <laughs> they didn't draw that shit for no reason. They got it. They had to have seen it I somewhere. Thought it a, I thought it was a mask or like a helmet or some shit. I thought niggas was cosplaying. I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> oh my gosh! But more important, yeah, I remember. Real. I remember being told about the Ethiopian Bible years ago right and yeah. then the Ethiopian bible is different from most every bible and if we're talking the oldest fossil of a human being being from Ethiopia and essentially proving that everybody comes from Africa but more importantly Ethiopia mm-hmm. that Bible's getting copped. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell you guys that right now I'm copping the Ethiopian bible as soon as possible and I'm going to read it back to front I got to see what the difference is I got to see what the difference Hi. is 3.2 million years bro for real though. To think that... <coughs> when
2: like- the year 2022? Some shit's not adding up, bro
1: Nigga, these guys it's are in 2015 I'm going to I'm, Listen, I'm moving to Ethiopia in 2019 And I'm going to watch the Raptors win again And then come back before the vid <laughs> Come back before the vid hit them Because I need to relive that Yo, bitch. I can, I can Play some bets hey, Come yeah, back a millionaire <laughs> Don't call me McFly for nothing, man Remember, you got the bets on So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over there And uh, <laughs> Party like it's 1999 <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Um should we get into the Grammys before Leia gets here? And then we can uh, yeah, new Grammy talk afterwards, maybe. Um mm-hmm. did you guys watch the Grammys?
2: No. I haven't watched the Grammys in like in like ten years. Damn. Just the highlight. Oh, yeah. Okay,
1: you're a highlight guy. You're one of those. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I didn't watch it either. Um, The Grammys for me are just far too long. Like I'm, I'm at home and it's too long. Uh, I I can't imagine the people that are there and they don't televise three quarters of it. So, yeah, I couldn't imagine. Like I get it why they have fucking outfit changes and shit because I could not be sitting down in that seat for that long. Like no way, can't even smoke at the Grammys. Like it's it's just yeah, no. (laughs) Um, you had probably my favorite moment of the night. Well, there was a tie. There was two moments that really made me happy. Um Doja Cat running from the yeah. washroom. Um SZA fake limping up the stairs. <laughs> but apparently she's chipped a bone in her ankle, so it was real limps. But I don't know. Yes. I don't know. I think the adrenaline might have kicked in when she won the award. That's why she got them steps in. Um,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, Doja was in the washroom when she got called, which proves to me she didn't think she was gonna win at all because Olivia Rodrigo was slapping Hurt. Yeah,
2: yes. yeah. Shout out to Olivia Rodrigo.
1: Olivia Rodrigo won three awards before she got that one, and she was beating Doja every time. Yeah. Um, and so Doja's <coughs> in the washroom. She forces out a piss, comes to the stage. And this is a person that recently uh, tweeted about quitting music entirely um, because of stand culture and how fans treat her and, and talk to her is not conducive to being a human being um so she she's and i this is the thing which is weird i i've championed doja since the Moo song and i really think she's like talented beyond belief like i've said that she could be the next drake for woman like she could be a a female drake
2: actually yeah because she got bars too she She can rap she
1: raps she sings and she dances like yeah no other i i I would honestly argue she's a better dancer than Sierra, and Sierra is probably like uh, other than Janet Jackson and Aaliyah, like she, Sierra's up there, and Beyonce, obviously, they're up there for for dancing. Um, but
2: Paula, I, Abdul, Paula Abdul, one time,
1: yeah, I I kind of <laughs> hope that she, she quits. I kind of hope that she quits. I ho- I hope that it happens honestly because I feel like oh, wow. I feel like consumers need to learn a lesson. Uh, we've talked about
2: they don't it. Appreciate, they don't appreciate the artists while while we have them yeah
1: yeah to be honest Matt knows we've talked about it on the podcast before yeah, about consumers yeah. not taking responsibility or accountability for the role that they play in a lot of these meltdowns a lot of these outbursts and uh, the trajectory of a lot of these um careers like yeah. uh, you can't treat people like shit just because you think they have money and every life is good when you have money you know what yeah I mean? and nobody nobody that is aspiring or has ambition to do something and is working towards that, is commenting hate remarks on Twitter, Instagram, or wherever. Right? Yeah. And so you have a bunch of people who are under the assumption that money solves everything. And I can treat people like shit. It don't matter. They're rich. They can do whatever they want. And it's like... Another thing we've talked about in this podcast is you don't know how not human... The life of a celebrity is already for the for then you to. It's not them. normal.
2: That shit is not natural. Not to natural. have the spotlight on you twenty four seven. There's paparazzi. As soon as you leave your condo, leave your building, leave the hotel. They're already standing downstairs. Yep. There's fans standing there. Everywhere you turn, like you can't. I can. You can't not live with the, with the anxiety. Yeah. Because, like, anywhere you go, there's people following you. That shit is crazy. That shit is not natural.
1: Listen, I do stand-up comedy, and going on stage uh, induces some anxiety right before I get on. <clears throat> or back in the day when I was first starting out, it's, like, all day, crippling anxiety. I couldn't think of anything else, even though I tried. Couldn't eat. Couldn't do anything. like, yeah. go over the set in my head a million times. I thought I was going crazy. And I can't imagine having to experience that just tweeting just yeah. posting something on instagram
2: just, just living going to the grocery store <laughs> just doing regular shit
1: <laughs> you, you remember when cardi first uh, blew up blew up and we've yeah. already seen her in her bummiest state. this is before she even fixed her teeth like she was always like on instagram with no makeup hair wrapped yeah. all that shit and yet when she blew up, people acted like it was weird that she's going to the store normal like she has been the entire time.
2: Exactly. Yeah. The
1: projection that consumers have is asinine. It's it's actually like, it's so ridiculous. And the, the, the sad part is they never, a lot of them will never ever get to experience it. And so you can never relate ever. It's like when I go to a, a yeah. retail store, I fold everything that I touch because I've worked retail. I know what that's mm-hmm. like. I know the woes I know how miserable it is I know you don't want to be there doing this So why am I making your job that much harder Same thing with, with waiters Or people who work at kitchen staff Like yeah. I'm never rude to those people Because I know how store. much they gotta yeah. fucking deal with already And majority of them don't yeah. want to be there Whose yeah, who's exactly. the dream is it to serve people
2: not or you not that right. Tim is like only had a 16 year old kid in high school <laughs> it's their first fucking job yeah and here comes fucking aunt karen coming through screaming at this kid
1: exactly like
2: relax we all we're all humans living coexisting in the same life at the same time have some fucking empathy
1: it's, it's that's it it's pretty sickening especially when you talk about people who don't have a following at all and nobody knows who they are and their pictures are never them those people are so emboldened and so empowered to say anything because they'll feel yeah. like they, they'll they never get caught. <clears throat> and I feel like that at the very least, if we're doing blue checks and all this shit, the, the verification process needs to be either quicker or a requirement to get onto social media. Thousand percent. I should be able to know who is talking to me. Because if I yeah. know who's talking to me, that clears up a lot of this shit people will not be able to get away with half the shit that they say if people can see them and know that it's them, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I feel feel for them, like I'm I'm always... I I don't want to say on the side of the celebrity, but I feel for them in terms of like, they didn't sign up for this. They wanted to create. They're artists just like the rest of us. They wanted to create. They're talented, more talented than most of us. And so they get to another level. And they should not be punished for achieving the life that you wanted. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Like that's not their fault that you aren't putting in the work, that you aren't stepping up to whatever the case may be, or that you are in a position that you can't get out of. That's not their fault either. You know what I mean? Facts. So it's, it's very disheartening. Um, you have seen it with the Scissor thing. Uh, she's limping and has crutches and everybody's just making fun of her saying she's lying. And then she has to literally go on the internet the next day and post mm-hmm. her X-rays for you guys to yeah. see that she's not <laughs> on. And still, I and saw that- someone say, "Someone reverse image search this this X-ray." I saw. No. Someone, I saw someone tweet, "Someone reverse image this this X-ray so that we know it's a real X-ray." Why and that's that's
2: what, that's what you were talking about before. It's like celebrity, like they shouldn't have to come to Twitter. To fucking prove to you that, no, I actually have a chip on my bone. I shouldn't have. As a celebrity, I don't I don't owe you that. Yeah. What I owe you is the art, the music, and that's it. Everything else is extra. Exactly. I don't have to do the shit.
1: Exactly. And we have an artist that's going to be joining us right now. Hey. We got Leia Face in the building Leia has arrived, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) She's connecting her audio. She's connecting her audio. There we go. She's in this bitch. Let's go. Let's go. What's going on, Leia? Welcome to the Extra Gravy Show. We're so happy to have you. Um, How you been?
3: I've been amazing, like super amazing. And I'm so happy to be here with you and like talk to you. Yeah, Yeah,
1: man. Um... Uh, you know, last week we gushed over you. I'm sure you heard it. Um, yeah. I, I we all everybody in here. We all are just extreme lovers of R and B. Our fan base, especially, we all love R and B. I don't really listen to that much rap because I'm just there's just so much good R and B out these days, especially. that um, yeah. that is really it's it's tough to fit in some rap, <laughs> to be honest. Um, I I stumbled on Crazy Down um, on the timeline. Somebody just posted it. And I love the the artwork, so I'm like, okay, let me see what Shorty hitting for. And um, <laughs> I was, uh, me and my girl were sitting in bed, and we sat up. And we, sat up. We, we sat up in bed, like, hold on, wait a second, wait, uh, hold on. And that was just a beat. <laughs> we yeah. didn't hear you yet. <laughs>
2: The first, the first 30 seconds, I was like, okay, what's she about to get into? It? That's, oh. This already sounds crazy. Like, what's about to happen?
1: Yeah, there, like that first 30 seconds felt like foreplay, honestly. It was <laughs> it was such a lead-in, and then your voice just cuts
0: through. Mm. Um,
1: mm. You have such a, a unique 90s essence to you that I really enjoy. Um, I feel like the 90s were a great time, obviously, for R&B. They called it the golden era. Um, yeah. How do you feel about people comparing you to to '90s singers and Aaliyah, of course? Which, <laughs> by no I don't know if it's coincidence that your name backwards Aaliyah, but. <laughs> <laughs> um.
3: Well. Uh, uh, first of all, I agree. Just that, um, you know, like '90s R and B is definitely like that golden era. Is like that pocket yep. of like the most fire contemporary R and B. Um, in my opinion, so, um, and to be really honest and transparent, I don't really listen to a lot of current music. Mm. Um, I listen to like all throwbacks, so I'm always listening to 90s, even like 80s and 70s, like funk, um, and stuff like that. Like I'm, I'm like old, I'm I'm, like in spirit, like I'm like an old (laughs) head. I love like that, just that approach and and that vibe of R&B. So it's like kind of it, it. Without trying, it just bleeds out of me. That's yeah. so like all my diet is like my <laughs> diet is just that kind of stuff. So, yeah.
0: yeah,
3: um, it's not that like I'm doing it on purpose, it's just what I like and it's just what I want to hear. Um, and I, yeah, I get a lot of comparisons to Aaliyah but I, I, I guess that's just my tone. Yeah. Um, I I am not trying to be like anybody. I don't. It
1: doesn't feel that way. Honestly, it doesn't feel that way. It just it does feel like happenstance Mm -hmm. that you just because there's Sailor Moon, there's there's um uh, brag, there's all these songs. Bitter, bitter was a heater. Bitter fire. That's my shit right (laughs) now. All these songs have (laughs) that 90s essence to them without like the beat trying to be 90s or even what you're saying, subject matter. I feel like you have stumbled into a pocket where you accidentally have modernized 90s R&B. That's the one.
2: Yeah. It, almost, it almost feels nostalgic. It's like when, when we hear you, because nobody is doing that kind of music to that sort of level, mm-hmm. it almost reminds us of that time, that era. We're not specifically saying that, oh, she yeah. sounds like me. It's like, oh, it's like almost like a reminder. It's like, whoa, people can actually sound like that.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. I, 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 I also make it a point um, when I'm writing songs, because I, I write everything. So like everything you've ever heard of me, like I've written. And when I'm writing songs, I really make a point to not approach subject matter the same way everybody else is like everyone else is so vulgar and i love that 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 old school approach where you could have like a song about getting down getting dirty yeah. without directly saying too much. Yep. And kind of leaving a lot to the imagination. I just love to do that like lyrically. Yeah. So that's like a, another thing I do get like uh, a lot of them like, oh it's like it's like the, the old school songs. You know, you would talk about making <laughs> love but like, you know, you kept it cute.
1: Yeah. There, so there's, I, I a, like there's a I would say that there's a, a class of of artists that capture that nostalgic sound without trying to be that. Like I would say Ari <laughs> Lennox is a great example. Um I would say Brent Fayaz is an incredible example. That guy, he yeah. sounds like he sounds like he should be in 112. Like every time I hear yeah. him, you know what I mean? <laughs> I feel like this nigga should be in 112 or Jodeci or something. Like he's just got that sound to him. And okay. like you said it's a lot of what you digest. I seen someone saying the other day that 2000s R&B is better than 90s R&B. Where do you fall on that?
3: It depends on what part of the 2000s we're talking about. We're talking about early, you know, 99 and 2000, you know, like that was a good pocket as well. Um, I think like the, you know, the further we get into the 2000s, we, you know, R&B kind of like took a backseat. It kind of like almost disappeared. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. It became like club music and just hip hop. And, you know, a lot of like dance, like, you know, I call it boots and pants, like boots and pants (laughs) and boots. (laughs) It was a lot of like... Club joint, yeah, and, and stuff like that. And then if it was R and B, it was like all like quiet storm, like yeah. it's very, you know, it's soulful and stuff, but it's still very it's slow, real mid. You, you put it on for you in a bed, yeah. you're sad, want to a rest, I would. You say, know, I like the R and B that, you know, it's a box, like you know, you yeah. can play it in the clubs and you can move to it, like some, j- you know, jagged edge or something. Yeah,
1: you know? that, that's yeah. that's Bitter to me, bitter is like that that vibe, like that pocket, yeah. and it's like. I feel like you raise a great point. It is depending on where in the 2000s you're talking about. Because between 2000, I would say 9 to like 15... Uh, niggas were just trying to nothing. niggas was trying to fit in you got oh oh girl it's your birthday like that is uh, yeah
2: all that it was, a, it was a weird era for r&b that, and during that time
1: they were trying to yes. be hip-hop they were trying to infuse hip-hop to get onto the charts and when you're trying yeah. to chart and not trying to create just a solid r&b project i feel like that's where a lot of artists fell off in, the, in those couple of years and then once 2015 hit, I remember Miguel, Frank Ocean, all these guys just yeah. came out of nowhere and kind of revived that feeling of yeah. this. Just is a, it a feeling? It's a feeling, you know what I mean? It's a like feeling. it's it's not it's not a, a talent thing. It's not a the, the beat thing. It's it's just a feeling that you get. And uh, Daniel Caesar, uh, Cali, Uch- the list goes on of all of these different artists that have done that. Um, yeah. And you have been making music for a while. This isn't, like, your first project. You've been doing music for a minute.
3: Yeah. Um, but, you know, like I, like, mo- like, most, you know, independent, hungry artists, you know, I've been, like, you know, posting stuff and making music, put it on SoundCloud and, you know, AudioMac and, and the latter um, for years. Um, and then I pretty much when I met my producer team, they go by Aura, they produce like everything that you've heard and my whole EP that I'm gonna drop on on uh, Friday. And when we met, it was just kind of a thing like, it instantly made sense. Mm-hmm. Um, like we just understood each other, like, you know, sonically and energetically, like we knew exactly what to do with each other. And they were just like, you know what? We'll just, we'll make the beats you write the songs do whatever you want to do with them and we'll just put together a whole ep and put it out that's amazing and that's what um hello was and what it became it really and i called it Um hello because i felt like we were like these underdogs like no one knew who we were yeah. and you know like we were just you know trying it was like hit or miss here and there yeah. we're like no nah, like we we know we fire we just we want yeah. the world's attention so called it um hello and like here we are. Now now I'm now I'm fine, but like, you know, for the longest, I was just, just, just trying to get the attention. And uh and then when I did land a, a deal and got that opportunity, they loved the project so much, they were like, nah, we have to like re-release this. Like we yeah. have to we have to make sure everyone hears this and yeah. that it gets its flowers. So I'm like super grateful for that.
1: That's definitely where I'm at because on this show, no matter who I find in terms of music, if they're talented and I enjoy it. I will expose them even more if more people mm-hmm. need to hear them. Like that, we're big on that. Yeah. We we need people to yes. get their flowers. You deserve yes. so much flowers because you've been working oh. hard for so long. Um,
2: you sense.
1: know, you you. I know how it is as a creative to be alone for so long and do everything yourself. You got to think of concepts, beats. Mm-hmm. You got to produce. You got to record yourself. All these different things, and it's so difficult to gain a team that you can really trust when you've been working with yourself for so long. I call it like, you know when people are single, the longer they're single, the the less they want to be in a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Cuz you fall in That's love true. with your independence. Yeah. <laughs> you fall in love with your independence. You know what I mean? And yeah. yes. especially if you go to work with somebody and one thing is off. You're like, "See, I could have done this shit myself, man. When mm-hmm. I do it, it's done quick, it's done correctly." Like how did that yeah. feel when those producers finally said, "Yo, you just write, we got you. Like, was it a sigh of relief?
3: Um, so That was definitely a sigh of relief because I, I do produce, but not, like, to the level that they produce. Like, I, I feel like I always call it more tinkering, even though if you ask them, like, they'll tell you, like, no, she produces, she produces. Yeah. But, like, in, in comparison, like, I just love what they do. And it's like, I, I can't do what they do. Yeah. I can't bring what they bring. but. Um, in the the sense of everything else though, outside of the beats, um, yeah, I mean, I've always created all my own visuals. Like all my videos I've shot and edited myself, I've done all the special effects. Wow. I, for the longest time, most of my videos I shot on my iPhone. I have a new phone now, but I had an iPhone when I was shooting these videos. And I That's just had crazy. a lighting kit and a green screen from Amazon.
1: I love and, it. I love it. You
3: know, I was just, like, making it work. And I understood Photoshop and everything else I learned, you know, on YouTube. I, I record myself. I mix myself in my bedroom. That's the way it has um, to
1: be, man. I love that.
3: Yeah. And it, it's it's a, it's a bit of a learning experience now. Like, now that I have, like, a whole building and staff. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 you know, and, and people to help with these things and try to, like, figure out. Like, okay, do I trust you to do that? Like, where should I still, yeah. you know, certain things? But it's, it's, it's a blessing. It's a blessing to have, you know, and I call them artists, not just, like, videographers yeah. or, you know, this and that. Like, it, everyone it provides some sort of, like, artistic uh, contribution. So yeah, uh, I'm I'm really excited uh, with, like, working with new people and helping bring, like, my visions to life. Like, I'm glad I laid a foundation yeah. for them to kind of see, like aesthetically, like, where I'm going, what I've been doing. So now they can kind of take that and, like, we could just make it bigger.
1: Can we talk about aesthetics and visuals with you, please? Because yeah. you are super unique. Like, I-, I remember the first time we went on, I went to your Instagram page right after that I listened to the song. Just because I, I like to see, I hear the music, but I need more than that to believe yeah. in an artist. I need to see that they have some direction. They have a theme. They have some sort of creative... Endeavor that they're work. They're they're putting this all together for. It's not just a Lucy and uh, I post my food on my on my page and you know what I mean. Like you, I went to your page and I'm like, oh yeah, she's out of here. I I didn't even have to question it. I saw you had your own style that was super unique. I thought I saw that you you. It doesn't seem like you compromise on visuals at all. You if it's if it's what you want to see, it looks like it's entirely your vision. Sailor Moon for example uh, that visual that you get on Spotify in the background that video that plays I was like this is so fucking unique like <laughs> I love first of all love Sailor Moon big fan okay. big fucking fan what? um <laughs> although Mars was my baddie I'm not going to lie Mars, <laughs> Mars, had- Mars, Mars Mars was uh, yeah. Mars was crack yeah um, <laughs> but Sailor Moon man like once again, a, a, a very dope reference, but the way you brought that concept together through the words, like changing form. And I'm I'm here like I'm picturing Sailor Moon literally transforming into the future. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, this is incredible. And then you see you pop up. Exciting yeah. <laughs> you so by fire. Light. Like, I'm like, oh shit. Like she gets it. She gets it. And I think what you said before about, you know, you don't really listen to anybody else or really taking anybody else. I think that's helping your vision be as authentic as humanly possible. Why did you choose Mm -hmm. to do that?
3: Well, I mean, for a lot of that reason, it's not like there aren't artists that I'm interested in or that, like, I'm kind of fans of in my heart. But I really don't watch them too closely or listen to a lot of their stuff because I don't want to be influenced yes. by them because I yeah. see them as peers, you know, yeah. I see them as like, you know, my, 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 peers. And and I always just want to make sure that whatever it is that I'm bringing is purely from me and inspirations outside of just my fellow artists. Yeah. Um, Cause it, you know, there's a lot of them that I like, but you know hey if we end up coming up with something that's a little parallel then you know i i can only you know uh uh blame that on the stars you know it has <laughs> to do because i'm watching them too close um, yeah. and i i guess i also have just that complex of like always wanting to be different like i just don't want to do anything <laughs> that everybody's doing like, i just want to do
1: everything yeah. different that's what's up that's that's how you create a lane for yourself and that's how you end up standing out and creating a, a mm. fan base because we have enough of regurgitated brands regurgitated music regurgitated videos we don't need that especially in the r&b world like
2: exactly in,
1: in our I, I, go ahead
2: sorry i kind of that's what kind of wanted me like, i want to ask about the fabio track the fabio Ford track because fabio ford is known to be the the face of drill music right yeah but on this track you kind of brought him into your world and try to kind of made him flow on a different beat pattern different flow and everything like that so i kind of wanted to ask like what was like the process like how how did you guys come to work together on that track
3: So funny story, um, the song and the video was already done. Um, and this was before I was signed, actually kind of like just before I was signed, uh, it was already done. It was already finished. And then I, um, my, my manager, my management team, uh, they're actually like good friends with him and they just happened to kind of be kicking it. And they played the video for him, you know, just, you know, just to play it. Yeah. And it got stuck in his head and then he kept just like walking around same, like, <laughs> it's like, like, just saying like, you know, And then he kinda came to him and was like, you know what, I wanna get on this. Like so it was like an organic thing. Like I never asked yes. him to get on the record. Yeah, uh, he just genuinely like was vibing to it. I was like, yo, like I wanna I wanna be a part of this. And um you know, so so we got him on the record. You know, and of course, you know the the labels they they you know they they encourage me. You know, working with other artists, yeah, and other things. So this was just kind of like a perfect timing sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, but it was funny because all the because now I had to basically insert him into the video that I had already made. And originally it was just me, a <laughs> yeah. you know, prom queen by myself, and like you know a couple other shots. Yeah. But um, uh, but now I had to put him into it and. I had shot everything in like my teeny tiny New York apartment, and um, like it, it, it was—I mean, it's was literally tight like like this. And, <laughs> and I was shooting with my iPhone still. And, yeah. and here he is. Like we had him. We got him to like come to my apartment. He's got like the security guards <laughs> and he's got, like <laughs> and everything. And like and then I have to like stick him in this tiny closet of a room, wow. like these lights, and then like have him perform to my phone. And, like, I could tell he's
1: kind
3: of like, what the hell is this? <laughs> but, um, but he was very kind and he, very understanding and he worked very well with me. Um, I think that's
1: a testament to your to your gift, though, man. I, 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 like, the fact that it got stuck into his head to the point where he's like, I got to get on this. Like, I, yeah, I, yeah. I don't even care. And then he shows up. He could have easily left and be like, ah, you know what I mean? This isn't really my vibe. We can, We could just do it a different way. Like... And yeah, then and then to see how the video came out, like mm-hmm. just perfect. You wouldn't even I don't I think people would think there's a budget behind this, like a huge budget for no reason at yeah, all.
3: Yeah, no. No, I literally like I literally just worked on my phone and whatever kind of graphics or images that I could make.
1: That's so out, crazy. I
3: just did it. Like I went to the beauty supply store, did my own hair, you know, Jeez. got my,
1: <laughs> I love my it.
3: own makeup and you know, I that's got my thing. own little everything off of, you know, wherever I could find it. And, you know, I I, I borrowed, like, the, the the trophies from, like, a friend who <laughs> had played a bunch of sports in school. I was like, can I just borrow your trophies for this shot? Like and, that. you know, literally just, like, my favorite thing to say is make it work. And that's just all yeah. that I've been doing this whole time is, like, just taking whatever it is that I have and making it work.
0: And yeah.
3: I have a lot of fun, like, creating my costumes and my looks, even for bitter, like, the little big lemon... A hat thing. Yep. Like, I made that whole thing. I made the paper <laughs> lashes. I, did, I dressed <laughs> my friend up, like so we could like play like you know like oh characters. Like, it was a lot of
1: fun. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like you have a, I would say like a a YouTuber quality to you, where like okay. you're not just thinking about the song. You're thinking right. about what accompanies this song and, and ties yeah. and ties it all together. Like even just the bitter with the lemons. Like I don't know how many people wouldn't make that connection almost immediately you know what right. i mean like it's it's such a and then when you me- mix that with the visuals it's like it's so good man like i'm, I'm so happy for you i feel Thank like you're you. gonna be in this shit for a long time is there any artist that you do want to work with
3: um yeah there's a lot i really want to work with tia corinne i don't know if you're familiar with her tia but uh uh she's like really really dope she's a rapper but She's got like this whole different vibe and flow going on, on from like most of the, the female rappers right now. And um, like big time, like who I really want to work with, like dream features. Like I would mm. love to work with Tyler, the creator.
1: Okay. Ooh, I, can I, can
2: so I can see that. I can so see that.
1: I can, yeah. so I can see that. I can see
2: that. The visuals, everything. I could definitely see it. Yeah. What, one person I can see working with too, and they're from Toronto, would be Northside Benji. You and Northside okay. Benji would be a fire collaboration. If you haven't heard of him, check him out. I guarantee you, like, that should be crazy. He paid
1: he, he paid, he paid him suit. before. He paid him before to plug that, so don't even, don't even worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> the Tia Corinne girl, I feel like you and her make so much sense based on, even just based on visuals alone. Like, she... Yeah is very grassroots with the visuals, but super creative at the same time. Like you guys don't let a lack of budget, a lack of even just support, just just genuine support stop you. Like that make it work shit is, I, I love that. I constantly get people who aspire to do like YouTube or music or whatever. And they're just in your DMs asking everything that they can find out their damn self. And, yeah. the, and the thing is, people don't understand the, the, the gift it is to empower yourself by doing everything. You, yeah. if, if anything ever fa- fails or, or falters, you can just do it yourself.
3: Absolutely that I with all, we all have the same tools like, you know, I have access to YouTube Yep, I'm a proud graduate of the school of YouTube <laughs> Yeah, um, you know <laughs> Big Google, up YouTube. I, I, You know like I can I can download and pay for the same, you know, Adobe After Effects or Photoshop or whatever You know, yep. like we all have access to the same things and I can upload my music to the DSPs You know with or without a label, you know, yeah. you don't have to have all those things. Exactly. You just have to have the wants and the will to do it mm-hmm. and the patience and the and the drive to stay consistent yeah. because i mean listen two three years ago i had like maybe 40 fans mm. you know and I, like no one really knew who i was but yeah. i wasn't going to let that discourage me i'm like well as long as i keep doing it like more people inevitably will discover <laughs> so
1: it's like it's if it's, you build it they will come it's like it's common sense to me i'm like yeah, there's no. no one that's ever continued to do something every day that gets worse. (laughs) Like You only get better. You only empower yourself more. You only raise your confidence, your self-esteem, your ability, your creative muscle just gets into a different lane that you didn't even think you could do. So I I always implore people, listen, work on yourself and work with yourself, especially at the start because I feel it's so important to have those tools at your disposal at any given time because me... I can't rely on people. That's just I have grown mm-hmm. to accept it and it's fine. And also, everyone doesn't have my vision of where I need to get to. Everyone doesn't yeah. have the patience to play the long game. Everyone yeah. doesn't have the 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 heart to be consistent and play that long game and grow and grow in public even. A lot of us artists when we put something online people are judging it and it could be, we could have very little experience or a lot. You're learning, regardless, just by putting it out there. Um yeah. Who was the first person that turned to you and said, whoa, you got a voice. Like, what was that?
3: Um. Well, to be honest, I've been singing for, like, my whole life. Like, and when I mean my whole life, I mean my whole life. Like, when <laughs> I was a toddler, I would grab things. It looked like a microphone. I, it was, <laughs> if it was a step up from the rest of everybody else, it was a stage. Nice. Like, anything that I could possibly do, like... My my pops got you know like uh vocal recordings of me when I was a wee little child <laughs> of me singing to my heart know my heart out or singing to my dolls or whatever it was <laughs> so it, there was never like a moment where it was like, wow, actually, you can sing it was kind of like also my my family uh, they they sing a lot we would uh, during holidays we' all get around some kind of piano or keyboard or something nice. and sing like carols and shit nice. so you know my my whole just experience growing up it was kind of a natural thing and it was more of a i kind of thought everyone did it and then as growing up then it was like oh like you do that really nice and it's like okay yeah that's what i that's what i like to do nice but um but it was always just something that i've always done and something that i always knew i wanted to do like there was never anything else that i wanted to do with myself
1: that's what's up man i love that you're based in new york
3: yes i'm from staten
1: island okay that's <laughs> island, <New York>. <laughs> <laughs> the other borough the, other borough. <laughs> the <laughs> other borough the one with the carnival <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah i know uh, I, wait no i think i am think i'm thinking of coney island I think I'm thinking about Coney Island.
3: They're thinking of Coney
1: Island, yeah. it's okay, but we're right across the water, Staten okay. Island, Wu Tang. Oh, there we go. Yes. yes. For some U-tang. reason, my mind went, Island went, my mind went. Island Islands. My mind went to Marbury Island. for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but <laughs> does that? Do you find that that helps being in such? First of all, a multicultural city, and um, how has that influenced your work? Um, it, it's.
3: I mean it's influenced me as a person and my music incredibly because it's such a melting pot here. We yeah. have everything and everyone from everywhere here. Yeah. Um so it's it's always been like a, you know, a big world experience. Like every time like I would leave New York, like I always be sucked back in because I, there's no place like it. Yeah. Um but it's definitely influenced like my drive and 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 my my want to kind of make a stamp and, and create uh, a, a name for myself because like Staten Island is the forgotten borough. Everybody from New York, yeah. stay throwing a shade. Yep. Stay talking about like, we, don't, we ain't New York. Meanwhile, <laughs> I know I pay that New York tax <laughs> and it's expensive. <a> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think it's like this underdog energy. Like, uh, I'm part of the five boroughs, but everybody look at you like you're not. Yeah. And it's, it's very much like, you know, I relate you know, to the killer bees, and how they always felt like this. Like they had to bum rush the stage, you know, to be heard. They kind of had to take it, and was like, no, you're gonna listen to me, you're gonna respect me. Yeah. And that's yeah. very like, it's very much the same thing, even today, so. Um, even though I'm an R&B singer, I do kind of carry like that weight on my back. Like, oh no, I'm gonna I'm prove to you that I'm fire. Like, I'm gonna make you understand.
1: So we're gonna so see you. We're, we're gonna see you storm the stage and, and slap Chris Rock eventually. That's, that's, always, <laughs> that's something to look forward to. Staten Island stand up. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's amazing. Um, album drops April eighth. Perfect title. EP. Oh, EP. It's an EP. EP, okay. That's I'm not going to
3: say album. that it don't sound like an album, <laughs> but it's an EP though. They all the it's same, same to me, sense.
1: just different lengths. <laughs> That's all yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? Um, But w- how many more extra tracks, aside from the singles that we have already, can we expect? Let's see. So there are, there's
3: like 11. So we got like about an- another eight. Songs
0: okay,
1: so 11 songs.
3: EP. It's a hefty EP.
1: Listen, we are uh, not complaining. <laughs> we are <yeah>. not complaining. <laughs> a, I'm here yes, for it. Outside
3: of the, the the ones that the four that you already are familiar with, mm-hmm. um, yeah, there's gonna be like about eight other songs. And I all I'm gonna say is all you gotta do is start it from the top and just ride with through. it straight through. It's a ride, and I've set it up that way,
1: okay? So you gotta <laughs> as listen as to you- it properly. <laughs>
3: At least the first time, you know, once you found your favorites, your little pockets you want to go back and forth from, by all means. But at least on the first listen, trust me, you'll appreciate it just listening to it
0: straight
1: through it's really a ride it's a fun ride i love it i can't wait got the perfect title for someone that's been slept on um hello (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) i fucks with it um i wish you nothing but the best man like you are so talented beyond belief i i I see great things in your future uh and i hope a lot of people wake up and and hear what you've got to say because 100 you are you are definitely a problem in this industry right now so Thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate you giving us some time. I know you got a crazy week probably. Yeah, um, I'm
3: literally at one of my listening parties right now. So oh I'm like, shit! I'm at the oh. I'm at the Bel Air Office Studios. Okay. okay. Talk I'm your in the shit. Room. That's why
1: I look like I'm in Talk your shit. You know, <laughs> but yeah, I
3: know they're like, you know, as soon as I get
1: off the phone with you guys, I'm gonna go like play the EP
3: for you know some people,
1: for some folks. I'm flying in. <laughs> I'm flying in. <laughs> thank you so much. Um, no, have a blessed you. week. We can't wait till the album drops April eighth. Um, hello. Big yes. up yourself. Leia in the building. Thank you so much. <laughs> yes, no,
3: thank you guys. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you so much for
1: believing
2: in me, you guys. I thank you so much. 100%. Definitely. Your guys. first Toronto show, I'm there. Front row. In there. Oh, no yeah. question. In now. there. We'll, we'll put you in VIP. Don't worry about that, it. Let's, right. Say less.
3: <laughs>
1: say less. I'm there. All right. Thank yes. you so much. We'll let you go.
3: Thank you, guys. <laughs>
1: Later. Amazing. Amazing. The Leia face april 8th Fire. new album
2: I love, her, I love her energy she's amazing
1: great energy i love a, a strong entrepreneurial spirit i love people that don't wait for things to be done for them they just do it themselves and listen you guys you, you need to support creatives like that because <laughs> the it, it is not easy work um, yeah it's not easy work especially with her that all
2: those videos the fact that she did those
1: videos she herself. does
2: everything though she does the writing she says she has a hand in production she does the videos she was shooting it on her iphone my guy
1: iphone 7 is, iphone 7. not even
2: no 12 <laughs> not no yeah crazy. A ten, not, even a ten. <laughs> not even a double digit no double digit. that should be a that's des- crazy
1: that should be a testament to wow just not giving up having talent and nurturing that talent and being consistent. Cause Fabio just don't like, I can't see Fabio just jumping on any track. That's you no, know, Fabio
2: is the guy right now. That's why I wanted to ask. You Fabio know, is the guy right now in New York. So for okay. him to hop on her track and not even do a drill track, hop into the R&B world, that's crazy. And they
1: didn't know that's each other before. Too. I did. I thought it was like a New York thing. Ah, oh, I know Fabio.
2: Yeah, I, jump on my channel. Yeah, it's like not. Nah, he was fucking with the vibe. He fuck with the music, and he's like, yeah, I need, I need to hop on this. Yeah, this needs to. Yeah, this needs to be heard. Crazy. I want to be a part of this. Crazy. Yeah.
1: Crazy. Um, back to the Grammys. Uh, <laughs> Silk Sonic cleaned up as expected, my guys. As expected. My guys, I fucking uh, love it. We love Goodness. Silk Sonic here on the show. Uh, Anderson and and Bruno. I, to me it's so much more than the music man. These guys personalities is just so fun. Like they win, they do that whole get up and
2: <laughs> Oh, that was amazing.
1: It's just like, <laughs> they're not they're the true entertainers. You know what I mean? It doesn't I'm stop at it. it doesn't stop at music and people like that are always going to have my respect because that realistically like look how long they've been keeping up this uh 70s persona so to speak yeah they're still, they're still dressing like it they open the show like it you know what i mean they're even accepting awards like and nigga's flashing his perm and shit like yeah i just
2: see, see what the wig is crazy this guy said
1: um listen we're trying really hard to be humble <laughs> <laughs> And that was the realest shit ever, man. Because it's like, yo, what do you it. say to someone that sweeps in every category? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's so easy to get a big head. Uh, we saw Bruno's enlarging on the stage. That nigga lit up a cigarette. It looked like the coke was moving through his body.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man.
1: <laughs> it looked like a real 70s, like, coked up artist that's, like, just yeah. killing shit. And he knows he can smoke on stage. Nobody's gonna say nothing to him because he's the man. That's Bruno fucking Mars. He's the yeah, man, right yeah, now. Yeah, that's Bruno so Mars. Big man. up Bruno Mars. Big up Anderson. Pat Silk Sonic. Um, I, I would not mind hearing another project for them in like two three years. Right definitely. now, I feel like they definitely need to go do the solo thing again because I enjoy both their solo um contributions. But uh,
2: I wanted to ask you though, because Bruno, like this is this is a new, but Bruno's been getting the hate. For doing black music yeah. in quotations. Yeah. Bruno has always been the guy to show love and always bring it back to where he's gotten his influences from. Shout out Boosie Collins. Shout out Still getting his heat. Yeah. It blows my mind.
1: Yeah. He 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 and I, I don't listen. I don't know what goes on behind closed doors, but I do know that if you if you have a good team that watches how other people are falling off. Um, in that same position, i.e., Robin Thicke. Back to him again. Call back, Robin Thicke, with his interpolation, got the Marvin Gaye family on his ass. <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: With the, with the quickness.
1: And I feel like a simple thing like paying homage or letting people know in some form or way that you are not entirely responsible for this body of work. You know what I mean? Yeah, Uh, exactly. That 24 K magic was one of the most interpolated songs of all time. The amount of samples that are in that one song is it's, it's insane. So I feel like he dealt with that on 24 K magic. He learned his lesson. And in Silk Sonic, he was very proactive in saying, yo, shout out Bootsy Collins. Shout out Earth and Fire. Shout out the Temptations. Shout out the OJs. Like, he just made sure he made it a point to pay homage. And that's all people ask for, especially black people. That's all we ask for.
2: Not even just that. It's like, it's the fact that he does not when he does that type of music, he does it in a way that it's still pop. Yeah. But he does it in a way that he's like, he does it in the right way. When other people are doing it, they... Take it and they, 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 what, for lack of a better term, they, they whitewashed it, well, to be they honest. Make
1: a, they make it a caricature instead of an actual exactly. Im- embodiment of the sound. And I feel like exactly. he's so good at not compromising any part of the song to make it sound more modern or fit into some sort of RB that's happening right now. He exactly. wholeheartedly goes into this. Nope, this is seventies. This is eighties music. We're not. Yeah. We're not skimping on anything. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You could. It's a true homage. Songs. You could play these songs in Ethiopia right now, and they'll still think they're old. It's like the, the music. <laughs> <laughs> the music is so like it's so nostalgic and so good. I, I I'll mm-hmm. never get over how well they executed that. So shout out to them. Um, the moment that I said that was. Probably tied with Doja, um, in terms yeah. of making me happy, <laughs> was my baby Jasmine Sullivan.
0: Mm, let's he go. Left on
1: for entirely too long. I have listened to this woman religiously since Bust the Windows, and I know as a man, I'm a traitor. I get it, <laughs> but that album and every single project she's dropped since has been yeah. heat. And this, nah, she's
2: different. She's different. This
1: one is. I mean, I would not even, I would not even go as far as to say this album's better than the first one. I feel like this is like on par. <laughs> like they're both right there. It's
2: it's it's just separate. It's just separate experiences. You just got to enjoy it as it is. Yeah. Because it's just that good.
1: And she said it on stage. You know, she she learned a lot of lessons in her early twenties, which we learned on Bust the Windows. And now, as a, as a fully formed woman, and artist, she can serve us the 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 medicine. In the candy, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, she's, she's healing so many black women through this album, while empowering them, while teaching them, and entertaining them all at the same time. So, like, big up to Jasmine 100. finally getting the respect she deserves. Two Grammys. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first one is so funny seeing her, and it's like it just goes back to the dojo thing again. It looked like she's so used to being overlooked that she couldn't even believe that they said her name. She sat really there shocked. and Sweetie's like, girl, get up. <laughs> <laughs> she looks at them and she's like, wait, what? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and she gets up there and she's like, I don't know what I heard, but I didn't hear it, but I'm so grateful. Um So, yeah, shout out to her. Um, uh, amazing. I wish she performed. I don't know how that Ooh, doesn't yeah. happen.
2: She would have killed that shit. Oh my god. I don't know how that yeah, doesn't definitely. happen? Most how do you
1: definitely. not play pick up your feelings at the Grammys? Like come
2: on. Mm.
1: Um so and I just seen her in concert the week before. Flawless. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Absolutely flawless. Just a perfect concert, bro. Perfect. Um shout out to Tiana Major 9 as well. Just perfect. Everything about the show was great. Um but man, the Grammys weren't all good.
2: Not, not all of it, nope, not all of it As Bob Marley say, spicy.
1: <laughs> As a reggae song would say No, no, no <laughs> yeah. Here we go, listen to this These are the winners of the Grammys For best reggae album
3: so What happened um, But thank you to the Academy
2: To Red Light Management and Elliot And the Two Records Thank you guys founding
0: fathers of reggae music into the island of Jamaica. You inspired us all. Give thanks.
2: One love. One love. Up. Give thanks. All right. alright.
1: I want to fight that guy. <laughs> I want to fight that guy. <laughs> that, that, guy. that guy. That guy. I want to fight that guy. I want to fight yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That guy. I need that guy. to fight right him.
1: There. I need to fight him. All right. Ty right. right.
2: right. That guy right there. Yeah. Stop the fuckery. He is getting the Will
1: Smith defos if I ever go to a show in Toronto. I am... Yes. Sickened by this display of buffoonery, you have this group no one's heard of in the black community or in Jamaica. <laughs> Soja. Their their name is Soja. The other nominees included in the in this category, you ask. Spice. Okay. Black China get Tiger Pum, pum. <laughs> Like, come on, a classic, a classic. You have. Shauna Paul Some ago You have Gramps Morgan and you have Etana and these Jamaican people lost to a group of white boys with nasty dutty probably smelly dreadlocks
2: From Virginia
1: From Virginia I'm I, I am I was disgusted bro disgusted I couldn't believe what I was seeing and the yeah. icing on the cake was that nigga going all right all right
2: nah that that pissed me off i get it.
1: <sighs> i you know what let's listen to the first song on the album let's hear this because you know i haven't listened to it what if it's what if it's better than bob marley like what what happens what happens <laughs> what if it's actually fire what if it's fire uh, what is the album see i don't even know what the album is jesus
2: Christ. nah as a, as a as a jamaican man if I don't know this album, if I haven't heard a single song from these guys, how the f- how how could they win a Grammy? Let's Please tell play, me.
1: Let's play. Let's play the first song. It's called Press We Re- Press Rewind, and of course, of course, it's featuring none other than Caucasian Collie Buds. Wow! <laughs> you can't oh, make this shit <laughs> Collie shit up. Isn't Kali Buds the one that finally the herbs? Is he the one that does that? Yeah, yes, remember, jeez,
2: those are the, though. Listen,
1: I remember the but he's actually Jamaican, that's the difference. He's not snow, okay. You see what I'm that, saying? That is the, I've seen Kali Buds' concert in person, but the fact yeah. that these white boys went and enlisted Kali Buds, and I'm looking at the rest of this track list, bro, there's not a one recognizable Jamaican name other than mm-hmm. Kali Buds. I would. I'm gonna research after this to see how many of these features are black people. Because if if listen, if they're all Caucasian, this is a fucking play. This is a move, dog, and I will dismantle it from the roots. Oh, this is this is Grammy trying to do something. Yeah, if they try to caucasitize reggae music y'all buy a couple bob yes, money is crazy oh my god we're going to play this first song let's let's oh jesus
2: please Exhaust. you know it's so yeah. jibooga ankaleboots mm la yeah love, love, love. they were talking all the music I, she, yeah yeah you know
1: Answer. i see it in the past like i feel it <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> The the drums start to kick it. I'm like, nah. Yeah, yeah. I'm done. Those drums are not reggae, sir. I'm, I'm, I'm. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm washing my hands of that. I'm never gonna listen to it again. Another bizarre, just fucking bizarre moment for me was the Ukrainian president introducing an award. What Hmm. the actual fuck? That's not, listen, the simulation That's not normal. That's the simulation not normal. this past two weeks has been simulating. I don't know what's happening in this world, but everything's weird. Everything That's is everything, weird. Everything.
2: Bro, everything. Yeah.
1: You, you, oh my gosh.
2: I think I, another callback, going back to the Ethiopian calendar. We're te- in 2020, it was technically 2012. Yep. So the world ended, <laughs> the
1: world ended our Georgia. previous world ended we're, we're in an alternate
2: dimension right now yeah. Everything's fucking, everything we, since 2020 has been fucking weird
1: Yep, we've definitely crossed over into a different multiverse we're, yeah.
2: this multiverse, we're in the multiverse now. is is ruthless
1: <laughs> it's ruthless um, it's actually a joke,
2: it's funny, it's hilarious I love it
1: speaking of ruthless Russ and Sierra Russ and Sierra That
0: Here was go. the topic this
1: week um, On the timeline This is where it came from
2: Him <laughs> Russell, uh, Russell and Sierra Yeah, if ain't had that bread, Sierra ain't gonna be with him <laughs> Russell Square yeah, r- 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 Russell Square. square. Here's Russell the other Square. Sierra though. Sierra had a she she has a good situation, but she you going not leave future th- and get with the, Russell th- Wilson. The, the thing is, I this, think bro. that's what you You don't wrong, leave though. future and get with Russell when Wilson. Man, like, boy, it's, a, it's a type. Listen, boy, man, everybody got a type. Yeah, that's true. Everybody has a type. You gonna leave future and get with Russell Wilson. He's he so goddamn square and I love him on the field. He's a square. He's a king square. Channy, you go from this level of toxicity, you just want something stable. You want the guy that was sitting with that girl with that big old mouth at the draft that was laughing, and you. First of all,
1: the fact that three straight grown and some of the married men, yes, are sitting discussing—that
2: sounds kind of funny to me. Still, dog, the way that he he said you are gonna go from future to Russell Wilson. That what man is that? Is what are you flying, sir? That
1: man is attracted to future.
2: That? <laughs> that sounds like... <laughs> that man... Is like, how you like future, future
1: for us? Look at future, man. <laughs> like, what is this nigga on, bro? Yeah, that
2: so- it sounds crazy. It sounds crazy to me. Listen, Yo, listen. black women have been coming for this guy all week. They've been, on the they they been cooking, my boy. Really Nothing something
1: different. They found out he peed on himself every game in the NFL. They found nah, it they found it in his prom pictures where he looks like a fucking goofball.
2: Yo, some of those pictures are crazy too, man Listen,
1: he he is in no position to be talking about anyone. This nigga plays a straight cat on his porch while his while his wife plays an old lady who loves cats and that's how they have sex. That nigga can't be talking yeah. to nobody. That's that's the squarest shit I've ever heard, you sub, you cuck. Damn. What is this? Get out of here, bro. That's why he wants yeah, a strong true. black man in the future, because the <laughs> future can lead him in the right direction. Listen, I, I had a few thoughts about this, right? Because, <sighs> I hate to say it, man.
2: You got to say it. He's
1: not necessarily wrong. He's not necessarily wrong. He, people were getting at him because, I think mostly because of, like, first of all, he's watching somebody else's relationship so heavily, and... Yeah, just commenting on it where he shouldn't be. But the overarching theme of what he's saying is that women want bad boys. Women want the guy that's a little bit toxic. They don't want a guy who's super nice, not in the streets, not wearing chains, all that stuff. And I sat and I thought about it, and I'm just like, I don't know who's created the culture around that. You can argue women, you can argue women, it's women's fault that, men aspire to be these things because we've all heard he's too nice like he's just too nice he's my best friend like he's he's just my friend like he's way too nice and no i couldn't i couldn't do it he he, i need someone to like i don't know like rough me up a little bit and like yell
2: at me (laughs) I
1: i need a nigga that's mean to like everyone but me
2: as a as a representative of the lights of the light skinned delegation, um, I can I can say for myself that I've seen and met and talked to a large variety of women in my lifetime. Mm. Right? And oftentimes what I find is the women that are like that, like, oh, I need a man to rough me up. I don't like I don't like nice guys, blah, blah, blah. those girls end up with the fucking squares because they've been fucked over by so many guys for so long, yeah. that they're like I don't want this anymore. Can we look? At so it? Sierra has gone through that with Bow-wow. Future Bow Wow, Toxic
1: Bow Wow, Fifty Bow-wow. Cent. Come on, then Future. That was the three in a row. Bow Wow, <laughs> that's crazy. Bow Wow challenge, 50, <laughs> Fifty Cent, and this is Fifty Cent. That's the Toxic sleep. Holy Trinity. This is Fifty, the cent Father, the is... Son, the Holy Spirit. This is Fifty, cent of toxicity in his like. Biggest troll bag at the time like He was very much hated at that time
0: This is 50.com The height height
1: Future who is arguably The like Jerry West Logo of toxicity You know what I mean (laughs) And then you have a woman that's been fed up with the bullshit She no longer wants a man that wants to be In the clubs, in the streets And and talking to this and that and the third She wants someone that's Going to give her a stable life Which it seems that she has now she has amazing beautiful kids um, They seem always happy You know what I mean um, mm-hmm. The fact that And like I said I don't know whose fault it is That we are in this mindset That women want assholes I know That Being an asshole And a, uh, an attractive asshole To women Is a young, young boys game
0: Yeah I think the a thousand older, percent The
1: older you get the more perspective everyone gets, not only just the women who wanted the bad boys, but the guys who were bad boys. You know what I mean? Sometimes you get that perspective of like, yo, I'm getting older. I got to stop doing this, that, and whatever. And you end up becoming a quote-unquote square, whatever that may mean.
2: Yeah, I can say that. I'm not a a square myself, but I'm a retired hoer or man ho, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yeah, I'm reformed. I was a... Former, a former club promoter. When I was younger, yep, I was doing my thing. <laughs> exactly. But now it's just like I can't, I can't see myself living that same life. So that now when I'm when I'm interacting with these girls and they're still looking for those sort of things, I'm almost turned off by it. Of course. So that they can call me a square if they want because I don't want to fuck with them. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm looking at you. I'm, I'm just I'm reacting off how you carry yourself. Be- being a bad so boy I, is... is yeah, mature- yeah, I don't know whose fault it is or who the blame's on, but I think it's just a, a level of maturing and experience that people have to go through. Like, for me personally, I if I'm going to date somebody now, I would prefer a girl that's been through a whole phase mm. that's already got that shit out of her system. Yeah, She has yeah. all her experiences. She has no fear of missing out. She's ready to just be chill, settle yeah. down.
1: Yeah, and I think that, like... I don't know. A lot of times you have, um, you know, like we said, women are like, oh, he's too nice and, and blah, blah, blah. But like, I never... I'll say this. All the women that I know that indulge and want to indulge in that lifestyle, they don't have anything else going for them. It my, It's it's almost a boredom thing. It's yeah. It's almost like a... a, a a personality that you've adopted in order to have fun or make life interesting? Because if you were really fulfilled in self, right? Mm. Why would you be looking for these attributes that are only going to cause more problems for you eventually? Mm. It doesn't make any sense when you are, uh, when you have grown as a person and, and, found out what you want for yourself in terms of goals and ambitions and a five-year plan, all that good shit. It's very hard to fit someone into your life that could disrupt that at any given moment.
0: Exactly. So if
1: you have no life, you have no worries of it being disrupted because you need disruption. You have no ambition. (laughs) You have no ambition. You live live in chaos. Your life is chaos. Your, Your entire personality has been created via chaos and yeah. it, it'll probably stem back it'll probably stem back to like you know parent stuff and family things if yeah, you were to do sure. therapy and shit like that um but at the end of the day if you're not willing to do the 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 work in self and grow and and want more for yourself if you want a nigga that you have to talk to through a glass and on the phone mm-hmm. talk about um, it i can't see you wanting to build a life how can you <laughs> you know what i mean so It's very interesting, um, like, you have the women who want the assholes, but you also have the men that indulge in asshole activity so much and have entrenched themselves in that thought process for so long Yeah, that a person like Russ is a threat to them. Because if you are shown an example as a woman what life could be, and how easy things could be, and how happy you could be, mm-hmm. how fulfilling your family and career could be, then now me as the asshole, I got to do work. And I don't want to do yeah. work. I, I've indulged in this bad boy life so heavily because, first of all, I thought that's what you wanted. And secondly, it's way easier to be a badass than it is to be a good person. It's so much easier. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. And so if I, don't, if I continue, continue, and I notice this with men a lot, We try to stomp down narratives in order to stay toxic. You know what I mean? Like, who says men aren't the one pushing this woman want asshole things more than the women are pushing it? Because then we Mm. get to be assholes. And there's no accountability on our part. You see what I'm saying? Interesting. And like, when you got something like Sierra's Prayer uh, as a track on Summer Walker's album, and that's like a running joke of, oh, I I want Sierra's Prayer, yo, whatever she got to get that man. Ooh, I yeah. want that. That creates jealousy, especially from people who can't be Russ, who can't do the work, and and yes. they think being a square is corny, or they think being a square is a nerdy, or whatever the case may be. That Sierra's prayer song is a threat. You are you are convincing women that there's a better life out there for them, and I'm I have no plans on providing that. So what the <laughs> fuck?
2: I have no plans of being a better person (laughs) No
1: plans of of growing as a person Why (laughs) Can you mute this nigga please Like I would I can see people Getting mad it's like someone getting mad um, That uh, someone gets like a surprise Party thrown for them every year And they don't get a surprise party And they're not looking at themselves to say you're not a good enough Friend to get a surprise party How about
2: that Do you think think it stems from like a certain level of Insecurity of and course. feeling like they they almost can't do better of themselves. Of course,
1: they've 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 put into their head for so long that they are this person. That, yeah, that growing right seems yeah. almost impossible. Like what, <laughs> grow? This is, I know. Exactly, the women that want me like this. You know what I mean? And that's the other thing too. Is like with all this shit, you have, especially with women. Like for example, if if all women were to stop wearing makeup today, right? All men would still continue talking to women, right? A thousand percent. Uh, they they, they kind of set the precedent. And when you have the the five or six women that are like, I'm not going to stop wearing makeup and I'm going to fucking yeah. download Facetune. I'm, <laughs> now I can look even hotter than these girls because they're all on that. You're never yeah. going to get everyone on the same wavelength in terms of what do we allow? And so that's how you get guys like uh future and 50 cent and bow wow and all these quote-unquote toxic guys because you have women that are not willing to put these men to the fire you have mm. women that are enabling these men at the end of the day pussy runs the world a thousand percent I mean, if but i feel like it's like it is, it's almost like a clash
2: is. of egos like people people that live in that lifestyle like the toxic lifestyle it's because they're mutually feeding each other's egos yeah
1: it's all ego For sure Definitely And fragile Bruised egos Is the, at that Like it's not even like yeah. Fully fledged ego It's really bad out here Um Listen We do something here Each and every week On this show Each and every week and Oh yes our Good youth Good youth Of the week, of the week. Ah,
2: Such hey, a good blood,
1: blood. Yes. blood clap Good youth <laughs> I'm a little cross eyed but you all good, okay. good you you know, have so yeah, yeah. a yeah. you have a good heart you have a good good heart um today's uh good youth of the week is none other than Tracy McGrady
2: oh shit what Tracy do
1: Tracy McGrady is um taking the ice cube route and has founded his own basketball league that intends to showcase the world's best one-on-one players Ooh, okay. You're literally looking at what everyone's ever dreamed of. Yo, could MJ beat KD? Yo, could LeBron beat KD? Yo, could you know what I mean? Like, obviously, you're not gonna get those players in that league, but the fact that black people are starting to create their own things and and realistically planting seeds in the next generation that they could do their own thing. It's. A, this reminds me of Levar Ball with his uh, his approach to getting his sons in the league. Um, this reminds me of Soldier Boy starting his own video game console. Like, there's just so much different people that are saying, "Yo, I could do that. I don't need to wait for anybody. I could do that," and that is only going to create. Um, more controlled narratives within the black community because we yeah. are controlling our narratives and nobody else. Um, I've mm-hmm. already spoken to how I feel about athletes in all major league sports that are black. I feel like you are all slaves with millions of dollars. Um, yeah. And, I, want That's the and I, just, I just want better for them because I feel like they all deserve it. You've worked so hard. Yep. I know ballers that growing up, if you wanted to get to the league, you had no life. You couldn't be a kid. You you wake up five o'clock, you're doing a practice. You go to class, you gotta get them grades up. You after school, another practice. Nighttime, maybe yeah. another practice. Like you don't yeah. get to live that life until you get to the league and by then you're socially inept you're awkward you're you know what i mean and, you're, time? and you're already tall like tall tall people already. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then you're uh, six eight six uh, nine this is awkward awkward. For the reason, like- already
1: stand out and people want to talk to you and if you haven't been yeah. you haven't been in social settings that much when growing up it's gonna take you some time you know what i mean um to adapt mm-hmm. and with that you can't even really express your mind when certain things happen in the league um, you're hindered in certain leagues, like the NFL, from even speaking out at all. And yeah. this uh, owners, like I, I fucking hate that word. Um, it's it's gross, man. It's, it's a, actually gross. It's a nasty word, bro. It's like master bedroom. It's just, eh, just <laughs> yeah, eh. yeah, It's filthy. Uh, I <laughs> just a switch of the name would make me happier. <laughs> like if there were just managers or CEOs. I feel better. That would make a little bit more sense. This owner talk is yuck. It, it's so like, it feels very you. slavey. This is my team. I own this team. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. It's um, nasty. So, you know, um, I, I, I'm excited for T Mac doing this. I feel like it's going to, just like the big three that Ice Cube started, it's going to yeah. have its own little fan base and, and grow from that. Um, but yeah, shout out to T Mac, our That's good
2: of the week like uh i see i see that the other day uh it was like we're not we're not doing so bad for our 400 year handicap
1: listen listen we are not doing so bad how many many
2: billionaires? how many multi-millionaires have we seen in the past even four or five years that just blew up from the black community that's only going to continue to grow so i love it i love to see it
1: we are magic it's it's been it's been proven time and time again um uh one thing that's not magical, and we'll end it on this. <laughs> Everybody hates Will, <laughs> not Chris, oh, but Will. Will has um, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett have been news all week. Unfortunately, um, yeah, it's been very annoying. Uh, just, just such redundant conversation. Um, Will resigned from the Academy, which f- fucking class A move. Quit before you get fired. That's my mantra. Um, yeah. She uh, Jada has allegedly said that she um, was shocked that he did it and said that he, she didn't need him to do that which I found interesting um, women want black men to protect them and yeah. now it's misogynist to protect a woman that can protect herself when do we draw that when do we draw that line when can we win when is there a, a situation that we it's either we don't do anything because we feel like you can handle it, but you guys—that sounds—that sounds toxic
2: to me, bro. Listen,
1: to be you honest, don't, you don't want to do anything. You don't want us to do anything because you feel like you're strong enough to do it yourself, right? But black women have continued to continually said that they're tired of being strong. They're tired of being the person that has to stick up for themselves. So when, yeah. so when your husband, <laughs> who's already been <laughs> emasculated in the public by. By you, by her. Uh, I wouldn't say by her. I'd say by the public because realistically, oh, yeah. realistically, they said no one cheated. We are well aware of the, the arrangements. We've seen August Alcina in pictures with, with Will Smith. There's no way this nigga didn't know he's piping his wife. It's impossible. So it's A thousand percent. So it's like but the, the, other- the problem is people's perception of relationships and relationship dynamics yeah. and that it needs to be the way that we're all doing it. Yeah. Which is they yeah. don't believe in polyamory They don't believe in an open relationship Well it's not that they don't believe in it It's that it's way funnier To to Say that she's cheating And that she's making him a cuck And that he has no backbone And that's why this whole build up Led to the slap Which I do believe that there was Definitely, definitely Something troubling this guy for a minute That a million percent. Um, led him to doing that uh, comedians are banding t- banning together. Um I, I heard Tom Segura on a podcast and Tom Segura was on the on Twitter calling her a bald bitch.
2: Yeah, I've seen that. If
1: the bitch want, if the bitch wants hair, buy a wig and all these things, right? And I Listen, I, I'm not gonna. As a comedian, as a stand-up comedian, I completely understand why they have to be on the offensive. It's not because they want to destroy Will Smith or Jada. It's that they're trying to protect themselves. Yeah. Like, all these, all these comedians have run into a situation, and I think a lot of it is PTSD as well, where they've been in those situations where they're in a small bar, yeah, I was bar gonna say that, yeah. where yeah. someone threw a drink at them, or punched them, or approached them on stage, and like it's very triggering. And so the yeah. responses that you're seeing, I don't necessarily think are about Will and Jada. It's just more about the fact that people can't take jokes. And um, in terms of this one, we we discussed it last week, so we're not going to go too much into it. But we can, you can definitely see how it could be an innocent joke and you can see how it could be a, a loaded joke. You know what I mean? There's both sides. And Chris Rock has repeatedly said he didn't know about the alopecia. And... I don't know. I just feel like Will should have given grace or a benefit of the doubt at the very least in that moment. Because, yeah, I I get it. Protect your wife, but a lot of it seemed like a show, uh, more so a slap for everybody watching, yeah. and less about Chris. And I can see that when you do that. It, it dilutes your entire position, like y- you being the husband and protector. If you had stayed in your seat and shouted, "Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth," I feel like yeah. you'd get a less less visceral response than what you're getting. You can't physically put your hands on someone because they said think, something you don't like.
2: Like for me, like I, I'm not. I, I've never been in Welles's position, but. I remember this one time that made me think about it. was um, I was at the club with my ex. We are dancing in the club. I, was at like, I think it was Aria, like 2014 to 2015. Mm. Dancing with my girlfriend. Um, some guy brushes past her and brushes her head, right? So I grabbed the guy. I'm like, hey, you did this, blah, blah, blah. Apologized to her. Now, if he didn't apologize in the way that I felt was sufficient enough for her to feel like... She, he he, he apologized her. I might have had to. Mary Mary miss this guy, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it
2: would have been, been Mary but he apologized to her. I felt like it was in, sincere, mm-hmm. and we kept it moving. Now, in Will Smith's situation, he's sitting there after years and years of pileup of bullshit and bullshit and bullshit, mm-hmm. sitting in front of Chris Rock. Who already had said some shit about your wife years ago. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know about the relationship, if they're friends or not, you know what I mean? Yeah. But that would actually, right? So I'm sitting front row and you're here talking shit about my wife in front of my face.
1: I mean nah. this is the thing though. Like if you look at other award shows, like that has been happening for a very long time. Like comedians, when they get on that stage, are there to roast because you yeah. all think this it's not entertaining if we're just giving people awards all night in circles and circles.
2: Circle but my, my only gripe is is because Chris Rock to me personally, Chris Rock is the greatest stand up comedian for me personally. As a mm-hmm. as a fan mm-hmm. of stand up comedy, yeah, Chris Rock is the guy. Okay. For him to make a joke like that, he could have done better.
1: That's th- Well, that's the thing, right? When you're on stage, like they said that that wasn't even written. It's kind of one of those things off the cuff, and like, oh, it, it's, like, you know,
2: oh shit, Gij, like, she's bald. Yeah. I, I, I see Chris Rock to be smarter than that and savvier on stage than that. To be yeah. honest,
1: it's tough when you're, especially when you're ad-libbing and you're at the Oscars in front of 13 million people. Yeah, if you're saying something that's low-brow and not on the script. Yeah, obviously he could have made a better joke, but for me, Chris Rock should have made a better joke when Will left the stage. Yeah, even you're, that. You're even a comedian that too. when we're when we're in these rooms. You gotta, you have to bring up the elephant in the room. That's why you're a comedian. Yeah. You speak the truth that other people ignore or try to uh, f- flush out and say it's not a big deal. You make it a big deal because it's ten times funnier.
2: Yeah. A thousand percent.
1: So, He could have said anything. There's so much low-hanging fruit that you could have said about Will in that moment from the two layers of of pylon that he's gotten. And, you know, I respect that he didn't. The restraint that he showed, I get it. But as a comedian, I was just like, like when he says, um, keep my wife's name out of your mouth, and he's like, I'm about to.
2: Was he's like, like, yeah, I wear so, something like that. Yeah. I was like, no, man, uh, no,
1: you look bad.
2: I, I, I hated to see Chris Rock go like, because, like, like, again, Chris Rock is to me, he's that upper echelon of stand up. I just feel like he could have done a lot better yeah. in that situation.
1: Yeah, I, the joke should have been better. I don't think uh, the attempt at making the joke is entirely on him. Um, I feel like that's his job. And, like, yeah, if, and it uh, wasn't even funny. It wasn't it, even funny at all. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was it was one of those where it's like, uh, you're showing your age.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm
1: like, G. I. Jade, okay. Could have said anything. Vin Diesel's Caillou. Like, <laughs> that so would've fun. been funny. That would've been hilarious. That, there's so much that he could have went to, but like, yeah, I think the joke sucked. I think Will saw an opportunity to put the world on notice.
2: And, he, and that would piss me off too like you're, you're gonna make fun of my wife and you're gonna use shitty jokes too nah bro catch these heads <laughs> you're gonna catch these you. heads listen <laughs> the comedians
1: are even banding together to get other comedians that didn't speak up for Chris Rock and he's Tom Girl literally said verbatim we got a list going of all the comedians that didn't say anything during the Chris Rock thing and we're gonna ruin your fucking lives like that's what he oh, really? said. This man said he's gonna ruin comedians' lives because they didn't speak up for Chris Rock. Why do I gotta tweet some
2: shit? That's that's.
1: Why do I have to tweet some shit for to me for me to be on your side?
2: It's got nothing. It's got nothing to do with me. Not... Literally nothing to do with me. It does not affect my life in any shape, way, or form.
1: People are fucking weird, and I, I get it. As a like I said, as a comedian, I feel like they're more so bolstering up their positions so that people don't feel em- empowered and emboldened to go walk on a stage at their next shows right and a lot of these guys complaining about it let's be fucking honest a lot of these guys complaining about it don't do small rooms often these guys are selling out fucking theaters who's rushing a stage in the theater real like realistically not gonna happen and if anything this is like an example of what not to do you see how much flack will is catching for hitting this comedian you got his biopic on pause. You have another movie that he's doing mm, that is on yeah. ice right now. And yeah. Netflix and Apple are not entirely confident in putting out movies with him. Now, I think that's an over-exaggeration. Um, I, yeah. don't, I don't think it, it, it warrants that much. But also, it's like, yo, you have to have consequences for certain things. And if this is it. I'm not going to feel sorry for a guy that's worth hundreds of millions of
0: dollars (laughs) personally. He'll be all right. I think he'll he'll be all right. He'll
1: be fine. You know what I mean? You can create, (laughs) you can create your own money. You have your own production studio, Westbrook Studios. Exactly. That all that stuff is, is null and void to me. For me, it's like, I feel bad for Chris. Um, I feel bad for any comedian that got super triggered by that and is, now going on stage with even more anxiety because it's very, yeah, very nerve wracking. The number one fear in the world true. is public speaking, and if you got to worry yeah. about getting slapped in the face on top of that, when everyone in the room knows your intention, I, I get impact is different. But you, you know, you, you know the intention. You, you know, Chris Rock is a comedian making
2: jokes, <laughs> and that's that's what I, that's what I was like alluding to before. It's like I don't know what Chris Rock's and will smith's relationship is like they may have like some some tension behind scenes that we don't know about
1: well chris seemed genuinely shocked from the stories that i've heard of different people that interact with him at the after party and at um at behind backstage because they did hash it up <clears throat> backstage before the show was even done yeah he told police he didn't want to press charges even though lapd was was really pushing to do something Ancient, about it they were. Oh, of course,
2: <laughs> of course <laughs> they anything, were
1: anything to embarrass a black man and I think more so for, especially for black talent, this should be a lesson to all of you. Going right back to T Mac thing. They can't take from you what you've already created yourself. Yeah. And they will take it from you if you slip. Will Smith has been perfect. Perfect. Since 1989. Since 1989. My whole entire life. <laughs> will Smith yeah. has yeah. done no wrong.
0: We've seen nothing. We've seen and it. And the
1: one time he steps out of line, white people are like, uh uh-uh, uh.
2: He gets, he here, he gets crucified. He gets crucified. It's like I knew I knew you're one of those other niggers. Yep. You're, not the, you're not one of the good right. ones anymore. Brought up the guillotine ready. Yo. Yep. Kanye said yeah. it
1: perfectly, man. Still a nigga, man. Thank you so much, Dylan, yeah. for coming through. Uh make sure you guys check out True North Views podcast. Um, hey. he is one of three hosts on that show. When do you guys drop?
2: so we're currently going through a rebrand right now we're just working on our website we got merch dropping as well we got a whole bunch of interviews in the vault we're just waiting we're just waiting for everything to fall into place and we're back in action
1: that's what's up man i love it i love to see more and more podcasters in the city we're creating an ecosystem and like that's the only way this shit works you never can't just have one or two podcasts that are out here trying to (laughs) monopolize I
2: like what you said, like a couple of weeks ago. You're you're trying to turn this into like the Breakfast Club of yeah, Toronto, kind of yeah. almost. You know what I mean? Exactly. So I like that you're that you have this platform where you're bringing on artists like Le- like Leah and stuff yeah, like that. I love it. Definitely,
1: definitely. Um, we don't want to be a hundred percent Breakfast Club. That's yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. There's some, yeah, yeah. There, there's some things that's, there that's that not- are yeah. No, I'm not trying to dabble in that. Unless Matt wants to be Charlemagne, we could. Hey.
2: I don't. I. I don't think that's. That's. In the I contract, think I'm the Charlemagne so I of
1: that. the of the squad. I think yeah. I say the most outlandish. Actually, no, that's not, Norm might be. Norm might be Charlemagne. Actually, yeah. No, I was gonna say Norm might. Norm might be because he's way more Norm off the cuff. Be.
2: Yeah. You said you a shit?
1: Yeah. And I kind of direct the conversation. So I guess I'm DJ NV Angelie. <laughs> we are representatives of the light skin delegation. <laughs> um, man, shout out to everybody in Montreal who came out to the shows. Bong, we bong, had two bong. Unbelievable shows. Shout out to Eva. Shout out to Norm for putting together Uptown Comedy. Um, shout out to all the comedians that killed. Um, shout out to big will who put us on the next night same theater packed it out um it was it was amazing probably like that second night especially was one of my funnest times on stage ever um i was i was in my fucking bag it was beautiful um bunch of y'all i like you a lot better than last time not gonna lie
2: oh wow i, like oh, a lot wow. Better.
1: I do absolutely fucking hate your uber system forever and always oh damn that will never change, um, dog. I'm talking calling an Uber and watching five mans ignore it. Oh It's just man. going from car oh, to damn. car to car. Then I went in an Uber and I watched this nigga and ignore three calls. They're just blinging on his phone. And he just looks at it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Bro, he doesn't see, accept the ride. Why?
1: In Toronto, as soon as it goes, mans yep. are clicking that Bands immediately. Every every time I, and yet somehow every time I got an Uber out there, they're completing a trip nearby. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I'm very relieved to be away from all the French shit. I'm sorry. It's just too much for me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, referendum and you know like it's like the Quebec French is just different dog. it doesn't sound sexy like the French
2: like, yeah
1: man it, everybody sound like Jean Chrétien it's a lot um, <laughs> but thank you guys so much for coming out I appreciate really do appreciate you. you thank you Dylan for coming through um, shout out to Matt's durag I fuck your camera I hate how beautiful it is and
2: luxurious yes luxurious, shout out yeah.
1: to Leia April eighth Shout out. Um hello. That is gonna be I'm calling it a classic EP from right now.
2: Oh shit.
1: We we do things on this on this show where we we literally project I mean uh predict trajectories. We we did it with yeah. Zen Yeah we've done it with countless artists on this show where we find them nice and early and we're like, yeah, that's gonna be the one. And it always This works. is
2: what's gonna happen. And the success rate is very. It's at high. 100%. Goodness. I'm not going
1: to lie. It's at 100%. Goodness. We haven't missed. Um, yeah. And I don't see us missing with uh, Leia on Friday. So make sure you guys go Definitely check that not. out. Um, big up on ourselves. Don't slap any comedians. I'm Marlon. I'm Matt. And that was The Extra Gravy.
2: Scoop, scoops, Bom, 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 bom,
3: up. What was that?